Welcome to the Speak Her Podcast with your host, Camille Essick, the podcast where creators and innovators connect. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Good morning. This is Camille Essick, the host of the Speaker Podcast, the podcast where innovators and creators connect. And today I have a very special guest. Um, uh, we're together on the Mark Coley Business Academy. We talk every day at 6 a.m. And right now it's about 731 Eastern Standard Time. I have my sister and friend, friend Cheryl Gardner. Cheryl, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you here as a first timer. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. And for those that are not familiar with you, let the listeners know um, who you are and what you do. My name is Cheryl Gardner. I'm the owner of Heart to Heart Tax Services in Albany, Georgia. Uh, We prepare both business and personal taxes. Um, We do administrative services, so I notarize, I do resumes, um, human resource functions, we do payroll, bookkeeping. Uh, So we're here for all things administrative. Awesome. I love it. And just as a business owner, you've gone through different changes as far as within your organization, um, internal stakeholders, or what we call employees, and just different shifts um, that may happen within an organization. So one of the things, Cheryl, um, I want to talk to you about this morning during this episode is um, when you've gone through changes, let's say you've had a vision for your brand and some of your employees uh, are not really lining up with the direction of what you're going or, or your vision. What are some of the ways um, that you've had to deal with that or what were your strategies um, that you utilize? Well, I'm going to start with the strategy first mm-hmm. um, because I always believe in lead, leading by example. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've had the pleasure of working in a tax industry before owning my own tax business. And so I got the opportunity to see how things were done, the things that I disagreed with. Mm-hmm. And those things I modified when I came over into you know, my own structure. And so um, fortunately, the young lady who is my right hand has been there with me, mm-hmm. even under the franchise uh, that we worked before coming over. So I was able to uh, teach her my way even prior to starting the business. So um, leading by example is is the, the main thing in the tax industry and then operating with integrity because I'm sure you know that this is the time of year where everybody concocts all kinds of stories mm-hmm. um, and want you to uh, do things that are actually illegal that could get you in trouble. So mm-hmm. just making sure that they understand how I operate and that they carry that same spirit. Mm -hmm. And using using that strategy of transparency within your brand, um, what have you done when you've seen someone kind of go against the grain or like when employees are resisting um, things that you're utilizing to um, kind of transmit that message of organizational identity and the practices within your brand? Um, You used uh, one of the tactics or strategies as far as Uh, being transparent and leading by example, but what are other ways that are things that employees can do to try to sabotage or go against that? And then how do you counter that? Okay. So I just took on a new employee uh, last year Mm -hmm. that I am grooming because I didn't have the luxury of, of, you know, training him prior to coming over. And one of his things is, um, you know, I'm not big on social media. Um, Even last year, he wouldn't agree. for me to take the picture or take a picture of him uh, to use on a social media platform. Um, He wouldn't share posts. And so what I'm having to do now is to take away the option. Um, I've learned that in some instances, you know, uh, being the owner of the business, I can't give them a choice. If you're not willing 
uh, to do this, even the bare minimum. If, if you know, I understand some people are not on social media, mm-hmm. they're not big fans of it, but when it comes down from a business perspective, the only reason why we function is because of our clients, the mm-hmm. customers that we serve. And so you can, at the very least, if I'm putting content out there, or if others are putting content out there, you can at least share it. You can at least hand out a flyer. You can, So I've had to sit down to have conversations with him one-on-one and say, listen, this may not be um, working for us because if we can't, if we don't get the customers, I can't pay you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to pay you just to sit down and babysit an office. So you've got to figure out how to get on board um, and keep this train moving or, or get off. And so um, I have been able to make some uh, progress with that because mm-hmm. now, yeah, I, you know, he's allowed me to take the photo. Uh, he's doing promoting and I'm seeing him actually service more customers. So mm-hmm. uh, taking away the option has been what has, you know, sometimes it's necessary to do that. Yeah, I think it's hard to not do that now, um, Cheryl, in this time of social media, particularly now with the pandemic. It's really forcing everyone into the space of a digital interaction because we're all, you know, we're supposed to be in quarantine working remotely. The majority of us, unless you're like essential frontliners or personnel and in the space in order to interact, you have to have an online presence. It's imperative to your brand and your business. And it also creates a space where you can, like you said, build your customer base. You get the brand loyalty, the people that come back to you, they refer a friend. And that first thing they want to do is, oh, what's their social media or what's their website? And that's how we're interacting and connecting right now. Because in order to build your brand, you've got to have that customer engagement. So I totally agree with you. That's very important. Right. And he has the spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, His customer service skills are excellent. When someone walks in that door, he is engaging, Mm -hmm. um, has no problem flowing through the software, anything like that. So the biggest thing that I'm working with him now on, like I say, is just getting it out there because, you know, when you're competing with franchises and and these heavy hitters like uh, Liberty Tax or H&R Block or Jackson Hewitt, we've got to be intentionally aggressive um, in letting the masses know what we stand for, what mm-hmm. we believe, how we're different, and to convey that positive message of what uh, the employer brand represents. And that, and that leads into my next question, Cheryl. So when you're looking at what your brand represents, and then you have your employee, what you know, or like employee branding, and whatever that person does offline, um, how that can reflect on your business. So what are things that you implement, or maybe not? How can I put it? Um, It's not a written thing. It's kind of one of those unknown things within your culture to say, hey, I know you all have a lot, you know, you have lives, but at the end of the day, you still represent this organization. That's right. Exactly right. Um, So that is a big deal to me. And it's part of a written agreement that I have to where um, they know that post. Uh, on their social media page. And I think that kind of goes without saying, Camille, because Mm -hmm. um, even in corporate America, um, there's this, this unwritten thing that, that business owners do where they may randomly just go and visit your social media page just Mm -hmm. to see what you look like, just to see how your conversation is before you ever walk in that door. And your interview may be off the chain, but because of what they see, they'll come up with a reason that they won't say directly but they won't hire you for that very same reason. Mm -hmm. And so um, that is an unwritten, I mean, excuse me, a written part of 
uh, documentation that they have to sign coming on board saying, hey, uh, I am concerned about this. When people see you, they see the brand. Um, and it's not just you at stake. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it ties into heart-to-heart tax services. So you can't just, you know, uh, do the whole post up with the the narcotics or the the heavy part. It's just you've got to be governing when you put that um, put yourself out there. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I work at a law firm, and um, during the uh, onboarding process, they actually had a disclaimer saying, "Hey, you know, heads up, we will be reviewing your social media, and what we find will be." Um, you get in this job will be contingent on what we see on your social media page. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, you know, my page is not anything um, vulgar or, you know, just something like, oh my gosh, it was not how I put yeah. social media. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just knowing that I did go back just to take a second look, just to be sure, like, what, you know, is there anything that may be questionable? I'm always very conscious of what I post because you don't know who is watching you at any time. You know, outside exactly. of my workspace, you know, I'm doing the podcasting thing. You don't know who's listening. You don't know who's watching or hopping on your LinkedIn. So I think that's very important to have one of those things out there. I was actually um, looking at my Twitter feed early this morning. And one of the actors from The Mandalorian, uh, uh, Gianna Carano, they just dropped her because she made some comments com- using the comparisons of Nazis. And so she lost. So Lucasfilm um, fired her. And, the you know, The Mandalorian is one of the most popular, you know, shows out here streaming right now. But she lost her spot on this series because of the posts that she made on social media. Right. And you even have to be careful. Um I know Clubhouse is the the new social media Mm -hmm. platform. Um, And I learned after the fact um, that once you visit, you know, certain rooms that the people who are connected to you or who follow you, um, they're able to see what rooms that you're you're visiting. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing as like on Facebook, you know, you hitting a like button or a love button. People are watching where you go, Mm -hmm. um, what you do. Um, and and the, the parallel I like to use is being a preacher's daughter. That's the same syndrome that we've had to live through all of our lives. Yes, because I am one. <laughs> yeah, they uh, equate everything to you. I didn't have a name for years. I was Pastor Gardner's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything I did, they wanted to connect, you know, to my father, even though I was grown and had my own identity. So mm-hmm. it's important because... Um, people are watching what you like, what you share, and it, you know, it's a, I've heard that saying, it's a poor frog that doesn't praise its own pun. So if you can get on social media and talk about all these other things, but you can't hit the like button, you can't share a post about the job that is paying you um, to work for it, then that that's a problem. Yeah, that's very true. And the story of the PK is, you know what they say, PKs are the worst. Right. <laughs> It's not true. <laughs> so in in your process, Ms. Cheryl, with your brand, your organization, what were some of the things that you noticed or you revealed um, when you saw the shift as far as like social contracts between you and your employees? Meaning um, you mentioned the, the uh, individual with uh, having issues with social media. Was there anybody else in your organization that has been with you since the beginning and they've been on board with you and, and they have aligned with the vision? And if so, what were the differences between those two people? Well, and there's only three of us. Well, including Lisa, there's four, but she's off site. So for the ones that are there, 
um, even the one that has been with me from the beginning, um, I have to check myself because sometimes it's, it gets frustrating mm-hmm. um, when I think that she knows um, how I move and how I operate, but then I see her do something different. Um, again, in terms of the customer service, the lingo, what I bring to the table, um, what's the, I, I feel like they have that under under their belt. So the main part is building their confidence. Uh, the young lady that, again, is my right hand is kind of a, um, what am, her self-esteem, how mm-hmm. she sees herself is what holds her back from doing more promoting. She's the individual that if I get the customers in, she has no problem servicing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she does not bring a lot of traffic in herself. Um, so I have experienced some uh, what I'll call low points where I've got to come up with different strategies to get them more engaged. Because I will say from a business perspective, most of the clients that come in, come in by way of me. And I want to be able to pass that baton so that the employees are doing more of the branding. Um, than like a like brand ambassador kind of. Right, exactly. Okay, awesome. I like that. Um, And you, how long have you been in the industry, Ms. Cheryl? It's about nine years now. Okay, okay, because you seem very knowledgeable about what you do. And um, just, you seem very passionate about not just the customers, but just hearing, you know, discuss in our conversation, asking the questions, your passion and love for your employees and pushing them and wanting them to grow to be better as well. So I can actually hear that. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. And if anyone um, would like to contact you for um, tax purposes, now you do businesses, small businesses and personal, right? Yes. And that is a heavy hitter right now Mm -hmm. um, because we've got all these different types of loans that circulating through SBA um, and employers are trying to get their financial statements and documents together to be able to apply for those. And they're realizing now more than ever the need for bookkeeping services um, or tax services because some of them have, believe it or not, have not filed um, in years. So um, the business aspect of what I do is is taking a lead now, mm-hmm. um, or I would say running neck and neck when it comes down to personal services because business owners are trying to get that free money. Okay. I mean, this is the time, I think, um, because of the quarantine Many people, millions of people lost their job, you know, which was their main source of income, but they've been inspired to create their own brand and businesses. So that component of what you do with servicing through the taxes is very important um, just because individuals, even if you are still working and creating something on the side to kind of um, uh, supplement some of the lost income. So that's really important. And I'm so glad that you're here. Um, to help people with those needs. And for those that may be listening, um, Cheryl, and, and want to connect with you for services, for taxes, whether it's personal or professional, where can people reach you on social media? Okay. So on Facebook, we're there at Heart to Heart Tax Services. Uh, we're on Instagram at HH Services 18. Um, of course, you know, um, we have our online website and that's h2htaxservices.com. And that is the number two. So it's h2htaxservices.com. And they can schedule to do their own booking. They can schedule appointments. 
Um, we have a chat box if they have any questions that they can submit and uh, we'll respond. Uh, the number is 229-496-1011. They can always reach out by phone. That is one of the things that I pride myself on because I don't know if you're familiar, but a lot of the tax industries disappear after tax season and people have issues, letters with the IRS that they don't understand mm -hmm. and they try to reach out to their preparer and that person is not there. But I am year round. I have a year round service. I don't go anywhere. I don't disappear. Um, and one of the, again, things that I hear compliments from my clients is that, you know, they can always reach me. I'm available. I love it. I love it. I love it. And those that don't know, um, she's someone that I highly recommend. She's, um, Cheryl is very professional. She's very courteous. Um, whatever you have going on is confidential. Um, your, it, your business will not be heard anywhere else. So she takes pride in what she does. And I can, I can say that. <laughs> so she's awesome. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> Yes. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much. And I would love to have you back as a guest. And those that um, if you've been listening for the first time, this is Camille Essek and my guest was Cheryl Gardner. And I hope you got something from this episode. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Speak Her podcast. Be sure to follow Camille on Instagram at Camille.essek. Facebook at the Speaker Podcast or www.camilleessick.com.